Welcome at 3HL on 104.5 The Zone. Don Davenport here. Brent Doherty, the mayor, is out gallivanting around. A little official visit for his son. So he is out for today. But uh, that dude's here. Ron Slay. What up? Oh, oh, no, no. Oh, Brett B. I'm in the Come building. On. I'm in the building. I got it. I got it, BB. Oh, Sometimes we got to go natural. I mean, you know, it's a lot going B. on. There. Okay, there we go. Yes, just this your new intro? Would, they, would y'all like me to get up and just go? <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, okay. Hey, 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 we in the, we in the, we, we in the building. <laughs> we in the building. Hey, man. <laughs> well, guess you what, heard dude. us yelling at Brett B. He yeah. is, uh, he is filling in for Joe Honk. Joe <laughs> Honk will be hopefully back on Monday. Yeah, get well, Honk. Um, we we're just giving you a hard time, BB. We should have, we should have given you the heads up. That- but guess what, though? If we don't make them sweat, Babs. It ain't right. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, hey. yeah, he's he's shaking his head. You can, you're allowed to hop on the mic, BB. Yeah. Anytime you want. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. Oh, happy Friday, everybody! Yes, you have indeed. made it. It's Friday, and it's snowing again. Where the heck do we live? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. This is getting a little weird out here. Ugh, but I hate it. I but hate it's a little it. dust. It's just a little dust. I don't today. care. It just pisses me off. You don't want none of it. I want none of it. Get so, out of here, Snow. Okay, so quick funny story, and then talk we'll talk me. sports. So Xfinity, I, I call customer service for Xfinity. I've, mm-hmm. I've got to deal with a bunch of stuff going on there, right? right? <clears throat> so I talked to this gentleman last night. I did it on my drive home because, you know, traffic, interstate was closed. And so it was going to take me a while. I get the nicest gentleman ever. Oh, that's good. Yes. Who used to live, and I forget the town name, in Canada, where it was minus 50 consistently for six to eight weeks. Minus 50. Like minus 50, 50 below zero. I mean, don't go outside. You can't go outside. Well, and he's like, because you know me. I'm like, well, well, that sounds like my hell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> how, how'd you do that yeah. kind of thing? Whatever. And he's like, actually. There's so much beauty in it when it's that what? cold. I'm like, there ain't nothing beautiful about that. <laughs> like, don't give me that crap. Yeah, you can't sell that. There ain't nothing beautiful about that. There ain't nothing beautiful about 32 and snowy. You're not buying that. I know bad things. Dusting. Yeah. Don't give me that. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, well, when it's that cold, the clouds can't form. And so there's what? no clouds in the sky and it's just gorgeous. And it looks like there's just diamonds all around the air because the air basically oh. is frozen. I'm like, yeah. And guess what? You can enjoy it for all of 2.5 seconds before you die yeah. because it's minus 50 there. <laughs> he talking about what? The, the snow crystals? Like, oh, man, get out of here, man. I'm out. Get inside, brother. Yeah. So, Come on, man. Anyway, little side note. So <laughs> you can you know how I feel about this. Yes, stuff. indeed. Um, all right. So, Slay, we were talking about today's show. Yes. And obviously what is still, I think, the talk within Titans Nation. Mm-hmm. Obviously... Um, we, we are going to hit on the games this weekend. Right. We'll talk about that. We'll kind of go through, uh, what Slay is parsleying or mm-hmm. thinking. Could Maybe be. we'll yep. hit those. No um, but we had Marshall Falk and Greg Cosell on yesterday. Yes. We asked <laughs> BBs in there. It's like, oh gosh, do, I, do I need to have <laughs> You're good, BB. You're, You're good. cool right now, BB. We're just we're just setting <laughs> it all up, up here because uh, we want everybody to get involved in this yeah, show. Yeah, without so, question. Uh, 
a lot of the talk is this Titans offense. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Todd Downing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when we had Cosell on yesterday, obviously I kind of pushed on that first Tannehill interception. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Cosell appreciated it. But I wanted him to not only break down what went wrong, I wanted him to break down the play right. and the options that were intertwined in that play, which he did beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know, 12 personnel, right. uh, two receivers, right? you know, whatever. He he went through all of it and said what a lot of people have, have broken down from that play or evaluated from the right. film of that play, which was, at the end of the day, yes, it was Tannehill's fault, right? You can't yep. throw the ball to the other team. Yep. But there were no other places and no other options for Ryan Tannehill to look at. So why was he in that position? Why is he in that position? Mm-hmm. Which you can only speculate that from all of their the Titans film study and yes. work that they expected because of tendencies, because of what they've seen mm-hmm. in film work, that they expected the safety to do something differently and for Julio Jones to be open in that Correct. that play right correct um so that's what you expect but it brought up a bigger conversation that we started having slay about todd downing and if the titans can win with what cosell basically called titans the titans way yeah (laughs) Yeah, the titans Titans football Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's that's going to be our conversation, part of our conversation today. And we'll coming up in the the next segment, we will replay what Greg Cosell said about it, because what did you ask him specifically? I asked Greg Cosell, well, moving forward, is this the can the Titans play this style of offense and win the Super Bowl? Right. And not only get to the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. Because there's so in. much talk with Patrick Mahomes right. and what they do right. offensively. And that's what he brought up. He brought ball. the three guys that are left. And these guys And then are Jimmy elite. G, that yeah. is kind of basically what we're talking there you about, go. Yep. right? And he was saying the AFC guys that you got to battle against are guys like Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, and now Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow now. So, I mean. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe. Hey. Ooh. Ooh, I got chills right now. Wait a but if you, if you got to battle against him <laughs> yeah. or with him. Either one. Man. Like yeah. So, I mean, you, you ask kidding, yourself. We're not starting that conversation. Yeah, no. We, we're going to be cool on that on this offseason. Yeah. Uh, but you ask yourself, like. How do you gain ground on a team like this? Like, right. they're going to come out and explode and, I mean, hit you left and right. And you're going to run the ball? Or are you going to have two wide receiver routes in the play? Maybe a tight end after he stayed in the block for a second? Like, what do you do? What do you do? So we'll, we'll dive into that. And then after that, we also heard vice versa, Marshall Falk hit on the polar opposite of what of what um, Greg Cosell said. He said yes. He said yes. You can win like this, but but there you go. It's there a was but a on but the end with of it. it. Yep. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll hear from both of them coming up this segment, and we want to hear from you, and we want to no hear question. your take on can the Titans mm-hmm. win a Super Bowl with this kind of offense? Because here's the deal: hmm. Ryan Tannehill's here next year. Okay? Yes, like he's your quarterback. Yes. He's your quarterback. What they do offensively, that style of offense, Correct. that is what the Titans are going to be next year. Correct. It just is. Yep. You're exactly right. Accept it. That's, and that's part now, of Now, you hope that's a fully healed back to his old self, Derrick Henry, because, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think, you know, Austin Huff came on this show this week 
and who is the biggest Derek, biggest yeah. <laughs> Derrick Henry like fan yeah. apologist ever like mm-hmm. has never let me live it down for saying that Derrick Henry ran soft mm-hmm. like he's that guy right right but he said we have to talk about Derrick Henry not performing in the postseason but my take is you kind of have to take this postseason game out because yeah, of what he was coming off right, of right um but you know does he does he return to the Derrick Henry that we saw for a majority of this season uh, it's, it's a lot to hit on in Austin's rant I think that's a whole show mm-hmm. if you take it piece by piece so I don't know if we can hit on that next week or this week but this yeah it's because there's some things out that that jumped out at me that made me put my headphones down that I had to go back and listen to. Did you go back and listen to it? Because at some point you were about to go after it. I was. I was. And And I I was like, hold on. Because he's not wrong. You're exactly right. (laughs) You you pumped me down. And I was like, you know what? Okay. (laughs) Let me tune in and see what's going on. And he made some valid points. And you're exactly right. But mm, we're going to get into that. (laughs) You got SEC also. SEC Big 12 Challenge coming up this weekend. Yes. Some big games also. Want to see if all the real keep UT. rolling. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. The real UT go Wait, plays Texas. One? Yeah, okay. they go play Texas in Austin. And shout out to my neighbor. <laughs> She's chartering that flight today for them. So I made sure she sent the message over the loudspeaker to the guys. And oh, nice. Yeah, hopefully that goes well. Um, also, David Suttoth, he'll be joining us. Inducted to the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame with Javon Curse. Um, What's his story? David Suthers, man, is a local, um, local guy that that went on to do some great things. He played at Maplewood, then went to Trevecca, was a three-time All-American. We'll get into his story and um, how he got to that level. But three thousand points scored in college, like amazing. Yeah, like Fulkerson just got honored for having a thousand points, and this is his sixth year. So. That puts it in, you know, that, in perspective. That shows you how dominant he was for <laughs> exactly. every game, basically. Exactly. So, and that was one of my mentors coming up. So, we got a close relationship. Want to give him his flowers. Um, I also want to call out the I freak also on the wanna, air. I want to hit him up on a story of yeah. having to mentor you and yeah. put you in your place <laughs> yeah. probably And a he did. Times. I promise you. I got a story for y'all coming up, man. Also, <laughs> y'all get, get word out to the freak. Javon Curse, I've been hitting you up. You ain't responded, so I'm at your head. I'm at your head, freak. <laughs> friendly, though, because Javon Curse still look jacked up and chills. <laughs> He's still so a freak. This is, this is a friendly at you, you know what I mean? But we're trying to get him on, so hopefully he'll reply back. Just stay tuned, man. There's a lot to get into on this good Trash Talk Friday. Yes, and join in. 615-737-1045. Want to hear from you. Want to talk about this Titans offense and what you think. Want to talk about the games this weekend. Give us a call at 615-737-1045. All day long. Show is uh, ours, but yours too. Yeah, so give us a call. question. Yes, yeah. all right. We'll take a quick break. We'll jump into that. I also want to play what head coach Mike Vrabel oh. said about Todd Downing, because Blaine was a little up in arms about yes, it on, on Blaine and Mickey right before this. <laughs> yeah. I have a little bit of a different take on it. Oh, I can't wait. That's after the break. Stick around. This is 3HL on 104.5 The Zone. Yo, BB, happy Friday, BB. Oh. Y'all. I like it. <laughs> Y'all. 
I'm talking about what BB. What is that? I don't know. That is kind of How does the chat look like? <laughs> By the way, if you want to, uh, is my camera right? So th- this is what my camera does nowadays. <laughs> you have to like move it way to the yeah. left to yeah. even see me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going. I don't know what happened in the time that COVID had yeah. me down, but everything's on you. jacked up over here. Anyway, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Yep, Twitter. You can watch on Twitter. The, yep. All of this is Zone TV. Twitch. Twitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, you can catch us there. Jump into the conversation on the chat over there if you want to as well. Um, and jump into this conversation. 615-737-1045. Talking about Ryan Tannehill, this Titans offense, this style of this offense, and Todd Downing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can put blame on each entity. Yes, you can. You can put blame on everybody on the offensive side of the ball and the the lack of uh, protecting the football mm-hmm. on Tannehill, the lack of creativity and play calling on Todd Downing, um, the lack of Mike Vrabel calling it out. Like yeah. you can put it, you can put point to all of this right. as issues. Um, but did you hear? You heard Blaine and Mickey earlier, and yes. you heard Blaine. Get fired up. Fired up. And and what he was fired up about was the Vrabel sound at the end of the season on Todd Downing, right? Yes, calling him great. So we have that. Mm-hmm. This is what head coach Mike Vrabel said when he was asked about Todd Downing at the end of the season. Um, I think Todd does a great job. I think he's a great, I think he's a great coach. I think he's a hard worker, you know, and... Um, you know, there were there's always going to be calls you'd like to have back. There's plays you'd like to have back, um, but but I don't evaluate things. Um, you know, I try to try to see how guys communicate with each other. The players, um, are we all on the same page? Is there, you know, good communication? Um, how do we do on third down? How are we doing in the red zone? And you know, things have to be better in Not all good. three phases each and every year. <laughs> Not good, but Bob. um, you know, I. I I love the relationship that Todd has with the assistant coaches and the players, and and we'll all continue to improve. There you go. Now, Blaine's not wrong. Yeah. He called him great three times within the first 15 seconds. Yes, yes, yes. And so when you say that. No matter what your argument is, I'm pretty sure you can say at least that performance was not great from Todd Downey. Yeah, and. And this, and I don't believe that's not throwing that's that's not throwing them under the bus or anything. Just like no. if you look at Tannehill, you can say Tannehill, even though we piled on him right there, that was just not a great performance, man. No, that was garbage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> trash. 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 Simple as that. Yeah. You can't turn the ball over three times in the postseason right. and expect to win a freaking football game in the National Football League. So let me ask you this, Babs, because that heat that that heated Blaine up quite a bit, you know, and he started saying that he had to go back and look at the film. He watched the film from the 22-man angle mm-hmm. where you can see the all entire 22. field. Yeah, all 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he watched it at that point, and it really disturbed him. And then when he when he heard that, he made Buck stop and say, did you say he was great? And Buck said, not in my words, Vrabel's words. And yes. Blaine, and that was what Vrabel that's said. What, yeah, so it heated him up. What's your take on it? Because Blaine was extremely and highly upset behind him being called great. So... I, I, I get Blaine. Mm-hmm. I'm with Blaine on that. Right. But I and and I do this often. You know I do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like way into 
body language, yeah. eye shifting, yeah. what you actually say, right. not how you say it. Like sometimes the words that are in there and immediately following the three greats in the first 15 segments, yeah. <laughs> seconds yeah. from Mike Rabel was, I think he's a hard worker. The context and the content. Your second, like, <laughs> sentence about yeah. Todd Downing yeah. after saying, I think he's great, he's great, he's a great <laughs> coach, I think he's a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he knows mm. that it was a debacle. Okay. Because to me, the minute you go to, oh, well, I mean... She's a hard worker, bless her heart. Yes. But she ain't good. But at least she tries real hard. She works. She puts in the work. Sometimes there's just something missing. That was my take from that comment. Yeah. And I understand because it it was something, it, it was kind of similar when he talked about Shane Bowen last year, right? Yeah. A little similar, but. A different circumstance, I think. My take on it was I I did not get genuine. I genuinely think that he's a great coach for Mike Vrabel from that soundbite. So now call me. This is strictly my opinion. (laughs) Okay. This is this is strictly me reading into something. It's there is no validity to this. But when you just get I think he's a hard worker right after that. Like Mike Vrabel is not the one to pat somebody on the back just because they work hard. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, now, if you work hard and you're good at what you do, then he'll give different. you the pat on the back, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So this, you're looking at this more as a political answer, coach speak. Yes. Okay. There's some underlined in here. That's what I take. That's what I took from it. So you, so you compared this also to Bowen last who, year. Yeah, last year, who didn't have a title at the time, though. Right. So he can. Uh, get a pass in a sense. It, exactly. And I kind of felt like some of that was like Vrabel knowing He's gonna that he put. didn't let the reins go mm-hmm. last year too. Mm-hmm. So part of that was, this mm-hmm. is like deep psychology. Yeah, yeah. Of him knowing that he had to, as the head coach, let, you know, those reins go yeah. and it put somebody in. In control and in charge on the mm-hmm. defensive side of the ball, but he felt clearly mm-hmm. confident and comfortable in Shane Bowen to do that. Yeah. After I think a full season. So with that, I don't I don't have an opinion on this one at, because I, I think it is where it is because you're not great. I mean, and that was not a great performance. And I think if you take a if you pan back and you look at the entire season, how many times did we? ask questions about this offense throughout the year. There were numerous times where Mm -hmm. I brought up lack of creativity, questionable play calling, outthinking yourself, Todd Downing, I believe, numerous times throughout the season. Right. But then the next week it would bounce back and Mm -hmm. be okay. Or Derrick Henry would mask it. Or, you know, the defense, the defense played so well go. and Ryan yeah. Tannehill didn't turn the ball over, yep. so it also masked it a yep. little bit. Or it was, well, you don't have all your weapons. Mm-hmm. Well, the offensive line 
did not protect at all. Yep. There was always something I felt that helped during the season to mask the lack of creativity and the lack of use of your weapons in mm-hmm. the correct way at the correct time. And and look, I get it. I don't want that job. Yeah. I'm not good enough. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know the game well enough to mm-hmm. have that job and to be able to succeed at that job. I get it. Right. And and never once would I sit here and be like, oh, I could do a better job. I mean, it's very easy for all of us to sit here an armchair offensive Without coordinator, question. right? Without question. I get it. But I felt that everything Kirk Morrison, who I worked with during the college football season, you know, when uh, he was talking about downing at the beginning of our college football season, our week zero, when we were out at UCLA and he's like, oh yeah, who's the Titans OC again? Todd Downey. Oh, that's right. Well, when he was, I remember you saying, yes. And and everything that he said that they struggled with when he was the OC there, that they didn't do well you know, I just thought, well, you know, it, different circumstances, different players, maybe. He's learned from that situation. He's evolved. All coaches evolved. Mike Vrabel has evolved mm-hmm. uh, big time since he's been here as the head coach. And a perfect example, I think, defensively is putting Shane Bowen in charge and letting him be in charge. That yep. That... that <laughs> Is evolution, right? Yeah, without question. That's growth. Right. As a coach. Right. Like, that's what I thought of Todd Downing. He's growing. Guess what, Babs? I say all that to say that mask is fine for the regular season because you have, like you said, it was always something the next week that you could mask it with. When you arrive to the playoffs, no telling how you got there doesn't matter, but you're there. You don't get to mask because there is no next week if you don't win. So the mask is taken off. You said when we were texting, Bill Cowher came on and said immediately, the Achilles heel always shows up in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And in this situation, no matter what it is, and in this situation, he took another perspective of it, was Downing not comfortable enough with giving Tannehill the plays. Yeah. That could which is an an even another. deeper yeah, layer yeah, yeah. to this conversation. Yeah. Because I I put mm-hmm. part of the blame on on Downing. Right. But is part of the blame on Downing because by the way, everything that that uh my buddy Kirk had said were issues that they've showed up at some point this season with Todd right. Downing and how he uh, operates as a play caller right. and, and how he utilizes his roster, right? right? Yep. So all of that has has showed up. And we'll play Greg Cosell's comment on that first interception too and on this offense that, that will kind of play into that as well. Mm-hmm. But that is the deeper question. Is it because he doesn't have confidence in whoever his quarterback has been? Because he had Derek Carr, right? Yes. And that's what people I mean, are on, the, on the chat. Similar, yeah. yeah, there's similar issues there. They're so. alluding to exactly what you're saying. Sally uh, on the chat said 18 total games played and only 17 points scored on opening drives this season. No creativity, lack of innovation. Well, and that that was my take when we were talking to Greg Cosell on that mm-hmm. first Tannehill interception yep. was it ain't like this is the middle of the game or end of the game. Yeah. And, like, you know – 
what you're running. What's your script? You are scripted. This was your, this you was your know, script? This was your yeah. play. This yeah. is what you scripted. And I understand Cosell saying clearly they must have seen some kind of tendency that they expected the safety to uh, react in a different manner right. than he did. Right. But still, like, what? Why? Why is that the option? And then to me, if, if that if, if that was the option, you're totally being reactive still instead of being proactive. Right. Like we talked about, and this is a little a little left, but we talked about Hypo all year and what he did with that offense. His script, we said we knew his first ten plays. Man, whoever they playing is going to be in trouble because they're going down to score. Right. I mean, it's just what it is. Now, after that, they may stall out in the, se- the whole second <laughs> yeah. quarter. But that first quarter, boy, they're coming out firing. And if they score in the first two, three plays. they know exactly what they're running. They got four more ready. Bam, bam, <laughs> you know bam, what I mean? Bam. So, yep. yeah, like, and I didn't even think about that when you were talking about it. So, I mean, that's, that's like you said, it's so many different layers to this. But in the overall scheme of it, we're talking about two people. We ain't talking about the defense. We ain't talking about the entire offense. We're mm-hmm. not talking about special teams. We're talking about two people that have control of the offense, both of them. Mm-hmm. Where does it lie? Where's the problem? So, I mean, people, you can weigh in 615-737-1045. Tap in. We got the lines lit up, too, Babson. Hey, BB, you're going to have to pull up uh, the lines for us because I don't have a phone by me and Mayor's not here. So I wonder if they can reach over. Uh, you might be able to. Let's, Let's start with uh, line two, BB. Brock and Brentwood. Hey, Brock. Oh, my what's goodness. Up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Brock said, I oh, my goodness. Yeah. You got a lot going on, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, a couple of weeks ago I called. We were talking about playoffs, and uh, uh-huh. I thought the Raiders would beat Cincy. So I, I was off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've watched football since the 70s. Right. Pro football. I'm 52, and we're having conversations about Downing and the quarterback. When if the coach would have kicked an extra point, we would have won the game 17-16, and we'd be having a different conversation. It'd be a it'd be a conversation about a, a defense, gritty, gutty, you know, tough defense, or where our offense did enough against a great defense in in uh, the Bengals. Yep. But he didn't, and nobody's given a good explanation why the man didn't get an extra point. And so now we're piling up on a, a young, a, a new OC, his first year, and a quarterback who we know, who we know can take us to the Super Bowl and win it. I mean, I don't know why we're piling up on uh, on Kenny Hill and throwing him in. If, if Todd Downing's got some issues, I think he just needs some time. Maybe he's Rabel's boy. I don't know. Mm. Okay. I mean, but the man didn't kick an extra point, Ron. Yeah, and we would have won that game. We we'd have a different conversation today. We'd be talking about you know different things. I, we, Can I just say oh, no, this Barbara, about real that real yeah. quick, and then I'll let yeah. Slate. If I, I'm sorry, if I'm the Titans and I have Derrick Henry, and I I need you know. <laughs> one yard for two points. I think I can get that. I don't. I I would probably make that decision too. There's no point in, in going for two there. And I, the thing about Henry too, I don't think anybody. We, we probably shouldn't have brought Henry back. Uh, our our two dudes that were running the ball for the last nine games were killing it. They were killing it. We we seem to have a. Um, a rhythm, and then Henry comes, and everybody wanted to see him, and I wanted to see him, absolutely. But to put him out there, 
kind of like with an X on his jersey. Like, here's Derrick Henry, and we're going to give him the ball so everybody can watch him do his thing. Did seem predictable, you know, to your guys' point on on Downing side. But Um, it probably would have been better if we would have kept Henry another week, got him acclimated, you know, to running some plays, not just putting him out there as soon as he was ready to go. He hadn't played in three months. I appreciate your call, guys. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, brother. Good stuff, bro. Um, so to his point, I mean, if Derrick Henry is ready to go, you let him go. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if so, you got to like that's looking at it in hindsight. So if you don't play Derrick Henry and you do play Derrick Henry, just like he just said, if you kick the field goal and you win seventeen sixteen, Derrick Henry plays and he had that game to warm up. I mean, so uh, I mean. Do, do you get that many snaps without giving Foreman what more than five? That's that can be in question. Whose call is that? But man, I, I think with what he said, he said if we kick that field goal, you don't take points off the board. I said the same thing, mm-hmm. but you and Brent both said in the text, which made plenty of sense. A yard out? Like, do you really think You're he can't get that one yard out? And you have Derrick Henry. He don't just you, went you just... two or three yards out in a wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I trust he can. And if that black back, the, listen, the guy on the back edge made a tremendous play by tripping him up. If he doesn't get around the backside, Derrick Henry gets in there, and we're, we're not talking about this. Also, so you can look at it all kind of ways, like Cosell said. It's easy to look well, at it from that state, but and that's you can nasty. also say, "Hey, if Ryan Tannehill throws one less pick, yeah, you then, go. You, you know, know what I'm saying? So it's I mean, so you many can different. Nitpick yeah, pick everything in the game. But to his point, like when you say that, if you kick the field goal and you win 17-16, and then we're talking about extra the gritty point. style defense. I mean, extra point. You're talking about the gritty style defense that this Titans team is. And, man, the Titans football won it again, playing that type of way. And that's what we're saying that we've been saying all year. That's the mask again. So once you go to the next week, you can't keep masking. And I I think Cosell had a good point, man, and we're going to be able to get to that um, and really dive in. So all the callers that are there, hey, we are tapping in with you. Stay on the line. We will. And get to you, I promise you, because it's it's trash talk Friday also. So I felt like Brock was like sticking up for Downing. He was. There's and, not a whole lot of people that are no. are in on the Downing train right now. Yeah, and he said he could take us, and he said we, he doesn't understand why we're dumping on Tannehill. And I guess what, after it's over with and done, and you get to sit back and okay, once you figure out, okay, it's not Tannehill, but it is somebody. And the problem with the team was the offense. It's two people controlling that offense that we know of. Tannehill, Downing. It's not the receivers. It's not the running back. It's not the line. It's not the tight ends. It's the quarterback delivering. And it's the person sending the message in. It's as simple as that. And at the end of the day, three turnovers. You can't throw the ball to the other team. Whether you have anything else to look at or not, Throw it away. Yep. You just Take cannot. a sack. And I know that's easier said than done, right. but we've said it over and over. When the Titans lose this mm-hmm. year, it's because Tannehill has turned the ball Correct. over. Correct. So that is the the conversation of why you can blame Tannehill. We're also having the conversation of why you can blame Todd Downing and a lack of uh creativity and offensive play calling so next segment uh lines are loaded yeah. a lot of derrick henry I want to that. talk about derrick henry too so we'll hit that coming up after the next break this is 3hl 104.5 the zone stick around we'll get to you
happy Friday to you. Oh, I finally, finally halfway feel like a normal human being. You're fighting, Babs. Man, You're COVID fighter. can kiss my you know what. <laughs> Um, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that feel that way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> Brock has like ignited it, the he lit it up. chat board. Thank you, Brock. Somebody said Brock must eat his own boogers. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that man's tripping. I, I, I don't believe Brock eats his own boogers, but you know, some of the things he said could be in question. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I just enjoyed that. Comment. That's why we got the phone lines opening. Babs, if you look behind you, look look at it. Nice snow coming down for you. Why is it snowing? <laughs> like, we're done with winter. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are not done talking about this. No, we're not. Offense. And Todd Downing, the OC, and Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback, and Derrick Henry. And our lines are loaded, and we want to get to you. 615-737-1045. Don Davenport with Ron Slay. Brett Batchelor behind the glass. Brent Doherty is off, and so is Joe Honk. So we are... Taking you through your Friday with some Titans talk before uh, we talk about some of the games that are going on this week. And let's go to line five, Velo in Thompson Station. Hey, Velo. Velo, how you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on, Don? Ron, hey, I'm looking forward to kicking in with you, Ron, at uh, Red Dog Wine Experience. You know what I'm saying? Someone's in back there right now. You mean you can get up? You know how <laughs> You better believe it. Say no more, baby. <laughs> hey, you already know. Hey, but so this is what I'm looking at. You know, I, you know, I didn't play in the NFL. I played mm-hmm. college football. But, you no, know, one of the things about being in a leadership role, and I know this from being in the military for a long time, is – Making sure your game plan fits the personnel that you have. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill is by far one of the most athletic quarterbacks in the league. The guy can get out on the edge. He can even hit the hole. With that being said, why are we doing? Why are we not operating on the kiss method? I mean, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> if you got one yard to go, if you got one yard to go, listen to me. If you got one yard to go. You know your you know your main running back ain't ain't all right, and mm-hmm. but you got the, the other guy on the sideline. Why are you not going to use your quarterback to just blast it up the hole? Yeah. Why we gotta keep trying to get pretty, man? Come on now, Daddy, you know better than this. <laughs> I know. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I understand, man. You got to know. You you wanna you wanna earn your title offensive coordinator. You wanna keep it pretty. Bro, we we had 91 players play this year. You can't keep it pretty. Yeah. Keep it simple, man. Hit them home. Quit trying to be pretty with it. Yeah. Do what you do. Look at, look at the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. They Jimmy know G. Jimmy yep. Garoppolo ain't about that life. Yep. We got A.J. Brown, a bigger battle version of Debo Samuel. Yep. Come on, bro. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Perfect man, example. Man, I'm going to do what y'all do, man. man do what y'all do. Y'all, 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 y'all get healthy. Yes. God get healthy. Ron said, you know what we going to do. You know what we doing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, man. I think he hit it on the that, head. Now. That goes back to the the downing. Like, why are you outthinking yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, we said it numerous times in the season. You got Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Like, Der- Derrick Henry's your running back. Before, when he was healthy, yes. prior to him going out, just... Just feed the beast. Yeah. Stop outthinking yourself. Yep. Stop overthinking yeah. it. And that's a point. Now, I will say this, and you know, I love the Titans backup mm-hmm. quarterback. That's my Logan guy. Woodside. But <laughs> Logan Woodside is your backup quarterback. Right. So you do have to keep that. Yeah, to keep that in mind. mind. But I, I think he like, didn't we see early in the year AJ did line up in the backfield for a second. I forgot what play it was. I don't even know if they got him the ball, but I think he was a decoy. 
And I, it might have been with um, Derrick Henry. And they were running the Wildcat, and I think he was beside him, and he split out or something. Yeah, I remember but that. He was back there. But So this is a thing, too. When you're talking about OCs, they don't make it easy on Downing when you're using guys across the league in different spots. Now, Debo Samuel is a different animal. Cordell Patterson, a different animal. Guys right. that play receiver that can go line up in the backfield. But when I you're... I don't know, though. I, no. AJ Brown's AJ's a different, different animal. And that's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. So like he said, like Velo said, like when you got animals like that, like why just harness them and leave them in one spot? Like use them. I'll, I mean, it, and AJ said he was open to being used however you need to use me. You worry about keeping him healthy. That's that's a big thing, especially, especially with been, AJ, yeah, who has had been battling with battling lingering injuries, yeah, yeah. yeah. hamstring, shoulder, especially you know yep. things like that. You worry about keeping him healthy, no doubt. Um, let's check in with Barry, Barry in Hartsville on line six. Hey, Barry. Barry, what's hey, up? How you guys doing? Good. Hey, listen, I, uh, he had a previous caller that made a good point. Uh, you kick the extra point after you tie the game. Uh, you know, early in the game, you go up by one. But here's here's where I have a problem with the OC. Mm-hmm. If you're going to call a two-point conversion, you definitely don't line up in the shotgun with your tailback yes. two yards deeper than that to try to gain one yard. That's so, a legit point. <laughs> Yeah. Right, <laughs> you know what that, that the old saying goes: you never take points off the board. Yes, It'll always come back to bite you in the you know what. And Barry, that was my exact point. Like, if it's that close, those are really automatic Whoa. points, especially the way Bullock's been kicking. You that's don't take points exact, off the board. That's exactly true. You don't take points off the board, and even if you do run a two-point conversion that early in the game, you don't line up in a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you tail back two yards deeper than your quarterback, and you got to gain ten, nine to ten yards to gain one. Come on, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. think about it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's all I got. I just wanted to reiterate what he was trying to get across. Thank yeah. you, Barry. Yeah, I think Barry's spot on with that too. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he, not wrong there. Yeah, was, I mean, and that was point. that was on our group text the minute yes. it happened, yep. where you know Slay's like. Why not take the points? And I'm yeah. like, well, you got Derrick Henry. Why not? I mean, it, uh, one yard. Yeah, and one I think all of you all were thinking with Derrick Henry and Tannehill, who's six four. Right. Like this ain't this ain't Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. Super tough. Yeah. And he knows how to go get some. He's yards. got that mentality yep. of just score. Right. Yeah. Yep. He he has. People used to talk about Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. and just that toughness and that mm-hmm. grind and that just push and push to get it yep. done, physical, didn't care about getting hit. Like, Tannehill yeah. has that in Yeah. Him. Heck, uh, Mariota, he, he threw a pass and caught his own pass to score before. So, I mean. Kyle, <laughs> I will never forget yeah, that. I, I, I was in that, that press wild. box way up high, <laughs> yeah. too, and it was coming my way. I just, I, like, visually can still see that, just yeah. being like, what in the heck just happened? Yeah, that's wild. All right, we got to take a break, but 4 o'clock hour, I promise, Dale, Devin, Jason, Trey, all of you, ST, everybody, we are going to get to you. If you want to jump in this conversation of Tannehill, Todd Downing, Derrick Henry, uh, if you want to put a, put heat on the head coach, you can yeah. do that, too. Uh, we've had some callers that want to put some heat on Mike Frabel as well. 615-737-1045. Jump in and do it here on this Trash Talk Friday. Mm-hmm. This is 3HL.